Last turning for home, and Halal swings in front narrowly from Forbidden Love. McDonald's got no alternative but to go back to the inside, and Animo and Profondo strides up with a big run on the outside. It's on now. Animo moved up on the inside to join Profondo, and they're broken clear. It's Animo in front from Profondo. Fangirl late on the scene, but Animo's drawn clear, and there's another Group 1 success. Animo won the wing stakes by two lengths. Fangirl second, Profondo third. Benno finished off hard from Hint, and then came Halal from Ice Bar Stockman, Forbidden Lava, and Mawunga was one of the last to finish. Well, given a perfect ride by James McDonald, darting back to the inside, not the most preferable lane to be in at Royal Randwick yesterday, but he is a champion, and champions um, overcome any, any setbacks as such, but he went to the line strongly to win by about a length and a half. Vin Cox represents Godolphin, always a, uh, a very um, welcome guest on our programs. And uh, I think he's probably hoping we talk a lot to him during the next few months because that means they'll be winning races. Vin, good morning. Uh, good morning, David. Yeah, no, you're quite correct. It's, it's, it's no trouble to talk on a Sunday morning after a weekend like that. This looked a, a very good stepping stone. And when I say a stepping stone, I'm, I'm probably treating that with a bit of disrespect. It was a Group 1 race, so a Group 1's a Group 1, so it's a great kickoff. But it looked a good race for him, where he drew, the, the, the field he was opposed to. And it all panned out pretty well according to plan. Pretty well. I mean, what you alluded to just in the intro, uh, when he darted back to the inside, it was probably where you didn't really want to be at Randwick yesterday. And uh, Profondo was lurking up um, rather ominously out wider. Um, and our bloke, he just he got through and, 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 and put him away pretty well. So, look, I mean, it's a, it's a Group 1 race. It's a seven furlong weight for age race. He's now a Group 1 winner at two, at three and mm. four. Um, that's pretty rare air. So um, it's, it's phenomenal for him. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to the rest of the spring with him. Vin, you know, I thought the most fascinating aspect of watching this race in some ways wasn't the race itself, was James Cummings' reaction afterwards, moved to tears. That was, that was quite incredible. <laughs> Can you take us a little, little bit inside the stable doors at Godolphin and just talk to, talk to that emotion because it's not something we see very often? No, yeah, good morning, Ben. Um, look, it's, uh, he's not... Uh, you know, I was say he's not an emo- he is an emotional character, but he but he he hides it very well. And when you make a decision as we did to keep this horse in training, um, there's a, there's a fair bit of pressure comes on because there's a lot of lot of lot of advisors and experts and what have you out there that that say no, you've just got to retire him to start it, and and that's the easiest step you can take. Um, so you know, we made the call. We're going to keep him in work. We took the risk and. Um, and for him to do that, as I say, in a Group 1 race, um, it justifies and vindicates what we all thought and what we all hoped. And, um, and um, yeah, no, it's, like I say, it's a lot of pressure. Just taking that one step further, that decision to keep him racing and not retire him, uh, within that decision, was it a clear-cut decision or did it take a lot of thinking and a lot of discussion? No, I think it's the truth to be known. There was, there, there, there was more within our organisation and, and sort of those that we, we report to um, that would have rather that he that he went to stud. Um, but ultimately, um, it came down to um, two or three of us that, um, that made the call. So who, who makes the captain's call there, Vin? Is it you or is it how does it work? Um, well, I'm the managing director, so it starts and ends there, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty, pretty definitive. Yeah. <laughs> so. So, um, well, a bit of pressure yeah, on I mean, you then, anyway. 
Oh well, yeah, no, but um, but you know, I talk to James, and you know, we're 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 close in in these sort of discussions, and um, you know, and then you talk to the other side as to whether you want to say the other side, the, the other side of the business, in that you know, going to retire to the barn, um, talk to them and see where he sits, and um, and obviously report to the Northern Hemisphere. So um, it sort of it, it lies in all of that. As to, as to where, where the final where final decision is cast. Was there just a little element in there, or a big element even, of, of just sort of a you know a burning pit in your stomach, just that unfinished business in the Cox Plate after what transpired last year? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I mean, it would have been nice to have won that race last year. Uh, it's well documented what happened there. Um, it's 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 it's, you know, it's one of the great races on the Australian calendar, and. Um, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there is unfinished business, as you suggest. What about from one James to another? And we, we've discussed James Cummings. James McDonald had some, I thought, very prescient comments after the race. I like hearing these comments from jockeys, whether they're good or bad. I, I like to hear what they think about a horse going from one year to another. So he's gone from a three-year-old to a four-year-old. They were very positive remarks. They were, and that was very encouraging as well. Um, he he was very uh, forthright uh, in his view that the horse had improved dramatically from three to four, and and hearing the discussion between he and um, and Darren Beedman, uh, they were speaking with considerable authority on on what he's done, where he's come from, and where he's at now. And even watching the horse walk around the ring pre-race. Uh, he just he 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 looked like he owned the rig. He's 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 you know he's a he's well and truly an alpha male now, and um, and he's owning owning the race course. Alpha male, I, I like it, man. Can you talk to a couple of other races there yesterday as well? Obviously, Zepetto won uh, really well in the Toy Show, and I thought, gee whiz, in secret in the last was very unlucky in the Silver Shadow running second. Yeah, they're both outstanding runs. Zapatea is a filly we've had an extremely high opinion of, and now she's got to mare grade. Uh, I think we'll see a lot more of her. And the team have been absolutely, you know, super confident about her going into yesterday and 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 the spring ahead with her. They're particularly excited about her, um, and it was great that they, their their opinion was was indicated as she was. And you know, we're pretty excited where she's heading. It's a lovely mare. She's a half sister to Osborne Bulls. She's by Brazen Bow, who's a stallion we stand. Uh, exciting times ahead for her. And in secret, um, she was two for two coming into yesterday, and probably a little bit unlucky. And uh, and I was kind of surprised that, that James didn't go back to the inside like he did on the previous race with Animo. He actually he, he, he elected the skirt wider, um, and that as a result he didn't get that clear run. But when she did slice through and got out, she really you know, attacked the line. Um, and again, we're pretty excited about her. She's a filly that we bought at the Magic Millions a couple of years ago for a lot of money, and. Uh, she's a stakes winner now, now group placed, and uh, she looks like she's got uh, she's got some nice races in front of her. Just with Animo, and this is probably discussions that will happen tomorrow within within, within your organisation. But let's go back to last year. The path to the Cox Plate was a a pretty straightforward one, being a three-year-old. Run of the Rose, Golden Rose, Caulfield Giddies wins. Then, of course, so that uh, Cox Plate second. Of course, now as a four-year-old, have you got any sort of inkling of, of the, the path you'll take towards October? No, we haven't, and by design, we haven't. Um, we, we, you know, there's a lot of options out there, and you know, we're and we're just we want to build on his value, build his resume, build his mm. profile, and it's all about Group One racing, and 
and trying to uh, increase that value with, of, uh, with him and, and obviously prize money. So it's a combination of all those things as to which, which, which way we'll go with the horse and what races we'll, we'll attack. We'll follow that with interest. Last question, uh, and on a different topic, the Everest is less than two months away. Godolphin's got a slot. Is there any early... Well, so I say early thoughts. We're, we're less than two months away. Are there, is there any consideration for one horse in particular, or is there a few on the, on the, on no, the agenda? There's, there's a few there we're, we're, we're looking at, and we don't... You know, we, we're in a very uh, great position that we don't technically have to make up our mind until acceptance is the week of the race. So... Um, so we'll just see how, how they all come through and, and who's looking like being our, our, our best candidate um, closer to the time. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's some obvious candidates amongst them that um, yeah, we'll just pick and choose our way. You've been very informative this morning, but left us asking a few questions. You've put us in a very interesting <laughs> position. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to decide, and uh, unfortunately, we've got the ammunition that we can. You know, we don't have to. Uh, you know, we're not. We don't have to zero in on one particular horse. So, um, yeah, we're very excited about the spring ahead and and and, and the racing and the, and obviously the, the group racing and, and some high money races as well. So, and I think we've got some great toys there. And we, we can't wait to play with them. What a great line to end the, end the interview. You always come up with one. Always good to talk to you and hope to chat with you again during the next few months. Good, man. Thanks, lads. Good to chat.